What a trip with Gio. What a trip with Gio. What a trip with Gio. You don't need no plane ticket. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to What a Trip. This is episode like 63, something like that. I forget what it is, but today I have really special guests. I'm honestly very excited to have these guys on. You guys are actually doing some really, really fucking cool shit that I have like a lot of respect for. There's like people online that I follow that are like, I follow them for inspiration and to get like motivation off of them too, you know? And like, I think what you guys are doing is like beautiful, bro. So I'll kick it off with, uh, thank you, Christian, for coming on today. Thank you, Alex, for coming on today. Did I get a cheers one time for this? Yeah, yeah, Corona, yeah. like coronavirus 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you for having me. But yeah, um, I'd like to kick it off. You guys could tell me a little bit about yourselves, bro. I'll let you kick it off first, Christian. Um, where'd you grow up, man? How was life growing up? Um, so I'm Christian. I was born in Guadalajara, Mexico. Oh, Immigrated here to the U.S. when I was about five years old. Um, shit was hard, you know, I'm not even going to lie. As an undocumented immigrant at the time, right? We grew up a little bit everywhere. First came to Long Beach, moved around the area, right? LA County. And then I moved over to the IE. And I uh, spent most of my time, most of my childhood and like teenage years in Fontana. Went to Fontana High School and graduated in 2015, right? And at the time I was really, really into physics and space and all that trippy yeah, shit. Yeah. And so like, I don't know why, like I just got really into that shit and I uh, wanted to pursue that shit. And I got a, a full ride to go study in New York City at uh, Columbia University. Dope. And so I was out there for five years and out there is where I got into fashion and founded this fashion startup along with Alexis. And uh, so here we are today, about four years later. Fuck yeah, bro. How about, how about you, man? So, um, I'm Alexis. Um, I was born in El Monte, and I came out to Fontana at the age of, well, like, 10, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, basically moved around from Fontana to San Bernardino a lot when I was young. Uh, growing up in a lot of, like, poverty communities. How, uh, did you have both parents growing up? No, nah, I only grew up with a single parent, my mom. Your mom? Yeah, and then uh, from there... We stuck in we stayed in Fontana for like basically the rest of our lives. Well, till now until well we moved to Ontario, and uh, yeah, this hit me up like I think it was my second year of college for uh, to join the unique team. Yeah, and that's when I founded Parvenu, and that's when like everything came together. Sick. Started sick. working together. How long have you guys known each other? Since middle school. Since middle school? Yeah. Oh, so that's crazy. And I know that you kind of come up from, like, similar background, too, right? Yeah, you had course, an immigrant yeah, parent, yeah. and then you had, like, a single mom as well? Yeah. Well, not single, but how, how was your situation growing up? Because I know that, yeah, you had, like, um, I think you said, I don't want to get too much into your own business and stuff, but I did see on your page that uh, your dad had gotten uh, deported, right? And that your mom was over here alone for a while? Yeah, so I would say, like, about half my time, right? Half my life, my pops was around. Um, and he got deported. Mm. But, you know, like, we still keep in touch and, like, still chill. Like, that's still my guy, you feel me? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he, was, he was still definitely around. But my mom's had to carry, like, the weight of, like, a lot of the mm-hmm. responsibility, raising me and my two brothers. Uh, we used to sell flowers at the Swap Me's, right, in Chino, Fontana. That was our thing. Like, on busy streets, busy avenues. And so that's pretty much what drove my entrepreneurial spirit. That's what I was going to ask you. If that, if you think that's what kind of like got you into creating everything with this. Of course. Because, yeah, yeah. We, I kind of grew up the same way. I grew yeah. up selling in like swap meets, like the Bel Air swap meet. Ah. And all that with my mom. We were selling clothes, fashion, like 
and if that didn't work we sold other products very did you guys know this about each other when you guys were coming up like yeah, yeah you guys sure, both yeah. knew like oh he he's into this and so like what made you guys want to collaborate with each other and like get along with each other you know what i mean for the company uh it's not it's just something we believe in that we both believe in that we can make it happen like the idea the the whole like the the vision that we're heading towards we both really believe that we can make it happen together and that's pretty much what brought us together as well as like backyard and all the other people that we mm. that I, are I, working with us okay. i was i would say it was uh, just like a natural process like i mean he's like my best friend growing up like uh-huh. we were super close always um and so it felt natural right when i wanted to start a company i was in new york and you know at the school i went to it was like some top tier ass motherfuckers like these yeah. schools are doing like crazy things right but i was sort of like uh i explained that i had a i don't want to say like a distaste but i didn't want to collaborate with people who didn't understand the background that i was coming from yeah like right? a privileged background or something yeah so i wanted to definitely uh uplift and target specific disadvantaged youth right the demographic and yeah so i knew my childhood friends growing up would be about it so it was no hesitation to ask alexis oh, that's beautiful like you just wanted to bring the people that have been with you up with you too exactly, exactly but yeah. like what interested me too was like you were going to school for physics and uh, like you kind of had gotten offered something for your business as well or like for unique right mm-hmm. what like how did you go from like physics to end up like creating your own clothing like company it's crazy bro like because I, I think when i'm like how the <laughs> fuck like i don't even know like well first <laughs> like new york is different bro like way mm. different than cali like out there like foods are fresh bro like like mm. I love Cali. I grew up out here, right? Yeah. Like, nah, he's hating. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nah, 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 got no swag out here, bro. But like the 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 style, like, is very uh, year round out here, right? Like, yeah. you can't really switch it up too much. So there's not a lot of like, uh, in my perspective, like, especially I mean, you know, in high school and shit, like being like very poor, like I couldn't afford clothes and stuff. But once I was in New York, you know, I had a little bit more bread. Like I was doing more things. I had a job, you know. And I started hanging out with, like, some New York foods and just seeing how they dress, like, how much they cared about fashion. And it all just, like, kept coming and inspiring me. And so one summer, right, I remember the specific summer when I founded the company, I was working in uh, the applied physics lab, right? So the applied physics is my major, and that was the hardest major at Columbia. Yeah. It was only eight of us. And Fuck. at the time, I was uh, doing research with the... Like the, the 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 chair of the department, the the main fool. Yeah. But this fool was just like, uh, he was on some other level. Like, he would just come at everybody, bro. Like, he would gather us in a circle, and then he would be like, "You, this is where you fucked up. Like, oh. this shit is whack. Like, are you dumb? Like, and he would just do that. And I just like, I so I was shadowing a PhD student, right? Mm. And he was a genius, bro. Like, he was developing like some crazy ass like nanoscale circuit, bro. Like, at the like, quantum mean? level. So nano means dumb like, it down for us, bro. We didn't go to Columbia University, so <laughs> so nano means uh, you know like millions of times smaller than what yeah. the human eye could see. So I was shadowing him right, and so getting to see what that life was about because yeah. that's what I wanted to do at the time, right? Go to uh, get my PhD, become a professor, scientist, all that. But then shadowing this fool, I would talk to him like, hey, straight up, tell me like you like this shit like do you do you like the, what you're doing he yeah. like, would tell me kind of not bro that you know like it was like almost like i'm a, like i don't want to say a miserable life bro but <laughs> yeah. 
he wasn't enjoying it and i was like it was cool and stuff don't get me wrong bro but it was just too much there wasn't as much impact that you could have in terms of like the real world bro right mm -hmm. you can pursue a phd for eight years bro and discover something and it may not ever be applicable or scalable to the real world mm -hmm. so at the time like everything just hit you know what i'm saying like i'm not gonna lie to you bro like at the time my homie had put me on to uh some uh some good tabs right yeah yeah and so i was like <laughs> i fuck with psychedelics this shows all about psych what a trip you know <laughs> yeah so that's yeah. exactly right like so i was like on the good on a good trip right and i remember at the time i was like on my way to go buy pants yeah but i was having such like a phenomenal journey just walking through all of new york and i just like you know how you can imagine stuff and you like when you imagine you see it right like you don't yeah. physically see it but you can see it in, in your, your head, head yeah so I just like saw this I like this platform that I now built like now it's now fully live and launched and has helped like has done actual shit. But at the time it was just an idea like a vision that I saw and I turned my ass around and went straight home and started to like learn how to code and like do what I needed to do to like make it happen because I was so stuck on the idea. How was that process for you though? Like the whole beginning to code and and getting everything in the beginning because I'm sure you didn't have a lot of tools. Well, maybe you did have the tools around you, but starting off fresh with something is really fucking hard mm -hmm. so like how was it to get into everything like that uh it was intense like i'm not gonna lie like i would be like really really nervous like permanently like during that time when i didn't know how to code and i wanted to build it and i wanted to make it happen i felt like a permanent anxiety because i would think about how massive the infrastructure was going to be and i would be scared like i can't do that you know how could i even do that i don't know how to code like i'm trying to just graduate in this hard-ass major like i'm trying yeah. to hold down the job, like, you know, like, make it out, take care of my family. So I felt like I didn't have the time, like, didn't have the resources. But then, uh, like, I would say like, a, a year later after I had the idea, I, like, during that year, I designed, like, a little, like, mock-up, right? Like, did some market research, did most of the business analysis. And so, like, me puso las pilas, right? Yeah. This is the next summer, and I was like, all right, I'm just going to zone out block everything out and learn how to code bro and so that whole summer i built the the v1 beta yeah. and uh that's when i hit him up and he's he was the first one to test it and really started like a sick-ass brand yeah and it just took off from there and i kept improving it improving it we kept going into like like uh new ideas new features and it just took a life of its own after that that's fucking beautiful dude so at this time too like when you were getting into like had you already had like an inclination to like building making clothes and to nah. wanting to start a company or no nah, never i never had the idea that I would like i never had in my mind that uh turn it like this like just so that this thing right here all yeah, right here? yeah perfect Ooh. yeah all right yeah i never had that like in mind that i was gonna get into fashion or any of uh -huh. that um like i said like he told me his vision and i fucked with it and like after that i made my like priority to become like the the basically like the, the prime example the prime example of like yeah. what the what the platform is about dude that's fucking and beautiful that's, what, that's just to help the you know hop out yeah and then from there yeah and now he's the number one top seller Yo, i got yeah. i got i have a ton of respect for that just especially since you didn't have that original goal in your head but you're like yo yeah. this is my friend i trust him dearly and i know his plan's gonna work out like i, I think that says a lot about you guys relationship and the faith you put into him in the beginning you know of course like, yeah because I, I fucked with the idea heavy i was like like when he first told me like i'm not gonna lie it was with backyard 
I don't know if I should tell this story, <laughs> but um, I, I thought of my brand that same night. I yeah. thought of everyone because what my brand stands for is someone who comes from like an ob- obscure background who's yeah. willing to overcome any inevitable obstacle that comes towards their way uh-huh. in order to succeed in the future, bro. Because I've, I've come across so many people that aren't willing to like overcome any of these obstacles and yeah. like are just give up right away. Yeah. And I hate that. And I, I, I blocked all those people out of my life. And the people who I've seen are like that are all my homies since like day one. Yeah, and were the people that I've known since middle school. Uh, so and did that's you how I, be, I I thought of the brand by thinking of the homies, and I was just like, everyone's the just like this word describes all of us. And, and what what like, exactly does the word mean to you? It but, means that like so like I'm 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 working towards like my future and yeah. whatever comes my way, bro. Like any obstacle, like because anyone. Even if you come to like in a impoverished like community, like yeah. that, or like you could even come from like a like a rich neighborhood, bro. It doesn't matter. Like people, all everyone has their own like obstacles they gotta overcome. But as long as you're that dude that who's willing to overcome it, like to go over and succeed in the future, like don't let that like take over your life, bro, and just give up. Mm-hmm. Then like that's what I want Parvin to represent. And when you rock that, like my gear bro that's what i want you to present like uh, one of those type of people bro that like that never gives up and like it's fully towards like progression progression yeah like prospering are, are your parents like very active in your life like were they uh, always just, motivating you coming nah, up and stuff uh, well kind of in a way but to be honest i grew up around my brothers a lot more uh, often than my parents okay and so i everything i know was basically like through my brothers or myself mm. and yeah Cause my parents they were around but like mainly at work you feel me like yeah well it was just my mom so she, she, she had, had to had hustle to, for bro, you guys. yeah so she had a hustle to keep a roof under our head i think that's what like because honestly you, not, <clears throat> it takes a lot to just start a brand itself yeah and then you have to have the hustle too to fucking back it up and the creativeness to back it up too and i think that's very interesting about you guys is that like you're not only creating stuff that's really beautiful but you're also like fucking um you're marketing it very well and i think that's like one of the best things and then on top of that you believe you believe in this shit like just off hearing your guys words you guys believe exactly what you're doing yeah and like i have fucking so much respect for that but like when you started the company too like what kind of made you want to include so many people because you know you could have started and been like hey man come under me and like we'll just start this one thing together and then it'll just be you know a collaboration or just our little thing you know rather than being like Everybody can get along in this. Everybody can be in this little umbrella with me and we can all succeed at some point. So I would say it was a culmination of my life experience, right? Like fundamentally growing up as an immigrant, right? Like uh, going back to, you know, being undocumented, right? Like now I got my green card, so it's a, it's a different feeling, right? But when I was undocumented, I would always, even for as long, I feel like my first childhood memory was thinking about like why we left mexico right like why so many people leave mexico what's Mm. wrong with like my country right like what's wrong with latin america and nothing's wrong with it you know what i'm saying like yeah it's a very complex geopolitical history that you know i don't want to get into but (laughs) (laughs) you know um so i had always been like in my head brainstorming like the way my mind works is just like i would say it's like three channels at the same time thinking like things simultaneously and one of these channels was always always how i can build a system that would uplift communities in latin america and you know because my mom was the most important person in my life and i would see how hard she worked i always wanted you know to create a scalable system that would one 
provide jobs in Latin America to, you know, like doñas, like, you know, the average person, right? Like you don't yeah. have to be uh, like rocket scientist to, to work for this company, but to also provide economic opportunities to people that grew up how I did here in the U.S., right? Thinking yeah. of like the IE, people from L.A., like anyone who's from a low-income community out here in the U.S., I wanted to provide them a creative opportunity and creative liberation. And so it, that day that I was telling you about, right, when my homie gave me those tabs, like mm. it all just clicked, like everything came together. And I was just like mind blown like yeah. by like what I saw. And I knew it made sense because fashion is the largest industry in the world, right? Like everybody has to buy clothes. Everybody like has that creative essence within them. And a lot of people express it through fashion. So, you know, I put everything together and it was just like the natural destiny within me. Yeah, bro, because one of the coolest things that I saw even just to post recently the other day, how you guys have that little feature on your website to where new people that want to come into the brand and like maybe create something for themselves, they can like go through there as well, right? Yeah. And like, how, how, like what made you think about that? Because I know, well, not just making you think about that, but like actually put it into practice and allowing people like, is there any kind of uh, requirements you need to get to to get inside the company or like to be into part of like to create your own brand no no so you know in the in the years past we would function through like an application process or invitation because we're trying to keep it very small we didn't have the logistics and operations yet and much less uh the technological infrastructure right but most recently i finally finished and deployed that latest version so you know i want people to have a taste of you know the tools that we're offering and you know try to get their foot in the door so anybody could join the label now right yeah and you know we're here to provide and uplift like we're not trying to take like so if it's not affordable to someone if you know like if the fees are a bit too much like we have like a a free plan right where you don't have to pay anything up front one of the biggest issues that especially low-income youth face is upfront capital right Mm. and so we're taking care of all that so that you can just come on and focus on creating um, and that's like the fundamental mission that we're trying to go by. And it's, it's very hard, right? Like yeah. there's so many logistics that you have to think about. And even just handling one brand is extremely difficult. It's time consuming. So trying to manage several brands and trying to provide tools has been uh, quite the journey. But, you know, we're, we've made some significant progress and we've we've touched a lot of lives. That's the most important thing to us. Yeah, honestly, when I had uh, the guys from Backyard and Prima Fachi, both of them on, they had nothing but great things to say about both of you guys. You know what I mean? So I was like, dude, that's really cool that like, and especially for where they're from too. They're both local kids. Like they both grew up similar situations too. So I was like, oh, wow, that's like really, really cool. But in the beginning, I mean, it's an idea first and you start to transition it to actually putting it into practice. And after you get that first beta version of it out, I saw that you had uh, gotten some like manufacturing companies in Staten Island, something like that, right? But like in that area, like New York area, you had companies start to create stuff for you? Yeah, I collaborated with a nonprofit, uh, NYC Makerspace, and they had this uh, sort of this little like creative lab, right, in in Harlem. And so we set that up and it was just like, it was cool, right, being able to provide some tools, right, to to especially young people to just go and ideate through a different creative processes that they may have right that you know oftentimes a lot of these tools and this equipment is expensive to come by yeah and so that's especially one of the channels that we're trying to make happen too you know sort of have these uh maker spaces right 
and distribute them throughout different communities. But again, you know, that's extremely expensive and yeah. the, the logistics is a nightmare. So, you know, little by little, and we've made significant progress, right? Especially when you consider the little resources we've had and the huge responsibility because when you come from a low-income background, it's not just about you, right? Yeah. And you can't just be asking, like, mommy and daddy or, you know, like, you you don't got old money, you don't got a trust fund. Like, it's, it's the opposite. Like, you know, like, my mom's got sent back to Mexico, like, my last week at Columbia. Like, I only stayed in school. I was about to drop out because some investors flew me out to San Francisco, right, the Silicon yeah, Valley. Yeah, yeah. But I stayed because my mom was violated. She was like, like, are you dumb <laughs> as like, fuck? Nah. Like, you got to stay in school. I was like, all right, of course. You know, I'm not going to do you like that because yeah. you're the most important person to me. So I stayed. And then, like, it's crazy how God and life, the universe works, right? Like, sometimes things just materialize the opposite of what you worked for. But, you know, it's just why Parvenu is so important and why that word is so significant to us because regardless of what life throws at you, the perseverance is what's going to make you great right and this yeah. was going to define you this was going to get us to success yeah and so you know 2020 especially was tough like we dealt with so much family crisis like had to be there for so many people but we're still trying to build this business and that's what a lot of people like take for granted especially in tech you know like because yeah. i went i know a lot of fools that like just because they had like a goofy idea like <laughs> investors throw millions of dollars at them not because they're like phenomenal people right or because they worked hard but because mommy and daddy know somebody right mm -hmm. <laughs> like and that's just the reality of it you yeah know? but you know we're, we're still going and we're not gonna stop like this is gonna happen like what's your guys idea of success like what would being successful in this venture you have be to you i would say we're already successful mm -hmm. not in terms of material or monetary gain right but more on it's the more, lives we've yeah, touched yeah. yeah more about the lives you touch throughout the whole, throughout this whole journey honestly like it's not really all about the money or any of that it's more about like how people like feel towards you once you like you've like shown them away you so like you like want to set good relationships yeah. the whole way through not trying to eat everybody nah. up around you and shit yeah. too of that's course. Beautiful. yeah like we're trying to put people on and one of the most beautiful things is you know we just did new york fashion week last month right saw that that's beautiful that's fucking amazing yeah. <laughs> Thank I, you. that's crazy as fuck like yeah. can i can i just start off with uh how did that even happen in the first place? With because you got into the first one, twenty nineteen, or was it this one was the first one? This so, was our first one for Unique. Okay. Yeah, our right. sick ass CEO, shout Zeno. out to Zeno. Shout out to Zeno. <laughs> <laughs> shout out <Shit>. the man. <laughs> so it's a, so it's it's a, it's kind of a funny story because I met her, you know, at Columbia, right? And it's like, is it? I sort of just reached out to her on social media. I didn't know her, right? And I hit her up, and I was like. Oh, hey, you know, like, she's also from a low-income background. Like, her story alone is a whole, like, such a motivational, inspirational, mm -hmm. like, movie, honestly. It's yeah. beautiful. And so I didn't know her, and I reached out to her. I was like, hey, you know, I'm trying to build this company, and I know that if we make this happen, we can provide, like, a good, sustainable future for our families. And she hopped on. And for the first couple of years, she was the advisor, right? She was my mentor. Essentially, she would tell me like how to navigate the fashion realm because I didn't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. She took me to uh, Seoul, South Korea, and we like I witnessed Seoul Fashion Week, and that was a whole 
crazy experience that like what inspiration did you get from there like what what did you take away from the so like just one you went to south korea that's fucking dope as shit you know what <laughs> I mean? so, like what'd you take from that because i mean i i could imagine the experience itself can you just tell me a little yeah. bit about the whole thing and where i began but i wish i could i wish i could loop that you know in my <laughs> dreams and keep reliving it it was so beautiful like i mean just seeing how you know fashion like functions right how Fashion is a global landscape, and people from all over the world will come to experience your show, like your your brand, right? Your creative essence, and that's what I seen because I seen people from all over the world out there, and just uh, you know, see my first—that's the first runway show I ever seen, and it was so sick. Like I'll never forget it. Yeah, going to the after parties, meeting so many cool ass people that are just so willing to collaborate, and um, it was just a phenomenal time. It was absolutely beautiful. And then after that, she took me to uh, New York Fashion Week as well, like an after party. And I remember that time just like sort of praying to God, right? Like, God, please help me like one day do yeah. New York Fashion Week, like my own show, because that would be so sick. And then a couple of years later, right, like a lot of things happened. Like, you know, and I both graduated. And then uh, I'm not going to lie, like burnout is real, bro. Like, mm -hmm. like I burnt out. You feel me? Like at the end of 2020, I was so burnt out because I was like, coding super intensely right like holding on a full-time job right to provide for my family take care of like whatever i needed to take care of and i felt so like exhausted and so i approached her i was like honestly i can't be the ceo no more because it's it's taking a toll on me like i want to be focused on the tech you know you know more about the fashion industry you've been the mentor you've guided the company so if anything you've like been the ceo so i want you to step into the role officially and so she took like the wheel, right? Yeah. She said, "Bad bro, I got this." And like, yeah. not even like two months later, she was like, "Just she's like such like, just like a mysterious person. She just be doing phenomenal things and just yeah. telling you like so casually, oh, hey, I did this, right?'" And so just casually, she's like, "Oh, we're doing New Year Fashion Week." <laughs> You're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, so I was like, bro, all that is normal to her. That's the crazy part, bro. That's what trips me out about her. Like, yeah. it amazes me being around her just because, like. She's just a serious person. Like, if you ever see her, meet her. Like, she's just so serious, and, like, she lets you know straight up, like, what she needs and what she wants. I'm so interested in her. And already. she's just cool, bro. Like, she's just such an interesting person, bro. When I met her, bro, I was like, damn, like, I, she was just mysterious, bro. Like, I didn't know what, like, I don't know anything about her, bro. The yeah. only thing I do know is, like, what she posts, like, and shit. You feel me? Like, yeah. but, like, she, I know she's a genius, bro. She's, like... Mm -hmm. She's all about like, and here she crazy, got the plans on. Like, she already yeah. knows. She literally is a genius, bro. She's like one of the best hackers in the world. Like, yeah. you know, like she's been paid by governments to present on like cybersecurity research that she's done independently. Like, were you ever worried about giving something like that to her though? Like being like, hey, you take this role that I was originally going to take over. You know what I mean? Like, or were you just like almost like him? Like you became a friend, someone I rely so much on, mm -hmm. and I trust so much that I'm willing to hand this over to you yeah never i never had mistrust you know like if, like i have nothing but love for her like she's, like i said like she's impacted my own life so much and that's the thing about me like if one gains my loyalty and my trust like it's it's 100 percent, it's full on right yeah and so i knew she was the right person and you know like i want this to succeed as much as she does as much as alexis does right and i seen it i see the passion within <laughs> her for this right and so i knew that like there was just like no second thought like there was in my perspective right like from everything i've ever learned in physics and all that quantum yeah. shit right yeah. like it just it must be this way like <laughs> it has to be this way <laughs> and that's just how i felt like 
only she could make it happen. Like, yeah. you feel me? Like, I feel like I did the part of like the beginning stages and she will take it to the next step. And she has like, she's, she's really done some amazing things. And, you know, I'm really proud of the team that we have right now. And it's just, uh, it's only up from here. And a lot of it is because of the action she has done. Dude, that's fucking sick as fuck. All right. So we'll go to New York fashion. Wait, dude, how was that? How was the feeling of just having your guys like, just being able to display what you guys have on new york fashion week like what is what was the overall experience for you guys it was nerve-wracking bro for like <laughs> from stressful i'm sure right yeah. we both threw yeah. up yeah, from <laughs> stress, you, see, stress? you know Not eminem have you seen yeah. eight mile yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> like, he's about it bro that was us for real like that's like, that ass like oh, i remember shit. the day of bro i was like bro like i can't like i i knew like i had to throw up i was like fuck it if I don't throw up, I'm not going to feel good. Like, I'm just throughout the day. So I threw up, and I told my girls, like, let's go. <laughs> we walked, and we just did the whole day. Like, it was natural, bro. Like, everything, like, we knew what we were doing, bro. And, like, the whole time, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing, bro. Like, yeah, I <laughs> it was crazy, bro. Like, honestly, like, from February to September, it was, like, every month that went by, it got more real, right? And the nerves mm. like multiplied. And so by that week, right, the week of, I was like, a lot of times I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do anything comfortably because I was like just super nervous. And I just, I don't know how to explain it, bro. But like the day of, it was like automatic within us. Like we all knew what we were doing because the hardest thing about that day though was that we ran three simultaneous events. So we had a pop-up okay. and then we had the live stream of the fashion show at the pop-up. So we also had to prepare all of our models, all of the pieces, make sure all of those logistics were going on. So yeah. have like someone holding down the pop-up, do the show, clean up all of that at the pop-up, right? Take it all down. And then the we were late to our own after party, bro. Like we were two hours late to our after party. <laughs> like everybody was super late when we got there. Everybody was drunk yeah. and like half the drinks yeah, like, were gone. Uh, and we were like, damn, like uh, fashionably late, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm fucked, bro. I can imagine all everything you guys have to take care of. Like even just that, I had to set up this little podcast studio and I was stressing the fuck out. Like, fuck, uh, I have to. Bro, but that ass, you know? like we give a lot of props to the people that helped us out. Like our girls, all the, all the models, everyone because everyone who came back like who helped us out like that helped us out a lot honestly and we truly appreciate that because if not it would have just been like three of us and like, the fucking teamwork yeah, make yeah, the dream work yeah, for it's, real. Fun, it's crazy because like, like uh, you know like from a spectator's perspective it went flawless right like everybody that saw our show was like yo bro that shit was like phenomenal like it was so yeah. clean but a lot of chaos went down bro like a couple models like dropped out one of them got covid right and like couldn't go and like another one like just dropped out and so Zeno and I had to jump in the booth. Yeah, I was literally. Say, <laughs> like, how was uh, how was blocking on your first New York Fashion Week? <laughs> it's crazy, right? Like, I never expected that, bro. Like I was just like, I I feel like it's how Lexi says, right? Like it went the way you had to go, like perfectly. Because if I had the expectation of walking right, if I knew that I was going to be a model on the runway, I would be twice as nervous, bro. I wouldn't yeah. like, but because everything happened so suddenly, I was like. Fuck it, but I, I have to do this, you know? Zina was like, you got to do this. Like, you got to step in. And she was so, like, confident and casual. She's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run. I'm going to do the runway, you know? Like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You got to yeah. do it, too. Bro, she's crazy. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> For her, it's casual, bro. But that ass, I think deep down, she's, like, ner like nervous as fuck. Like, <laughs> even right now, like, I'm like I'm talking to you guys about this. And then, like, in my head, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, it's New York Fashion Week. Like, they had everything set up because they're ready for this shit, you know? But even then, like, even being so ready to, like, I can imagine you're so ready at the same time like it's so stressful there's so many different things going on that you feel like 
am I completely ready for this? Like, do I have everything set up that I need to get set up for this? You know, because it's like, it's New York Fashion Week. Like, this is like one of the biggest things, you know. I, I just feel like in fashion in general, fashion weeks are such a big thing. It's very notable for everyone, you know. Yeah. So, like, just coming into like, how did that make you guys feel though? Like, no just ready, after, yeah. like after the whole thing was done and finished, like how how was the feeling for you guys? Oh, Accomplished. We felt, we felt good, honestly. To yeah. be honest, yeah. but like. It did end quick. <laughs> yeah. Like absolute like bliss, bro. Like that's how I describe it. like absolute bliss. Like the feeling of seeing your dreams happen, you know, like mm. being like, Wow, like God thank you, right? Like this is so crazy that this happened, right? After that, at the after party it was just like absolute love. Everybody had a good time, bro. Like it was just a beautiful experience, you know. Everybody yeah. had drinks on us, like it was so like such a blissful experience. And it's crazy, bro, because I I, I was like Zeno told me she was like, "We can't fuck this up," <laughs> and, and I kept hearing that for months. Like I just kept hearing, it. I was like, "We can't fuck it up," you know. We have to do it right, and it, it worked out. Like you know, everything was like so great. Like even uh, even our like the models like really like appreciated like how we treated them. You know, like a couple of them like want us to manage them and like oh, want to be signed on to us. And so I actually started to build out like an architecture for model management for us to manage and, you know, find models. Um, and so that's something that we're stepping into as well, you know, because we want to provide opportunities across all verticals in the fashion industry. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that's a, uh, that was just a great experience. And that's why I go back to, you know, like the lives we've touched. Right. Because yeah. for our New York fashion week, like about half of the models, it was their first time ever doing runway and they all executed flawlessly like Dope. it was perfect and so you know just providing that experience to people is what like keeps us going you know what i'm saying like because it gets hard you know like it okay. does get really hard bro i can only imagine because like a lot of times when say just like even me myself like being a low-income person that's grown up like this my whole life you know and had to like get shit for myself like starting up is one of the hardest things and being able to find a route to to start up and you know just having a good direction to go in is fucking difficult like especially yeah. when you when you see this big picture or this big thing and you're like holy shit like how you said with the coding like how do i even get my first step into the door you know and you guys are providing something that's so feasible for everyone you know and like i that's i have fucking have literally nothing but respect for that so i'm like holy shit but going forward like what do you guys want to see with the company what do you guys want to start venturing into because you said you want to start venturing into the model and like managing models and stuff like that too what do you guys want to see from it? Like, what do you guys want your brand to really grow to, like, to be overall, you know? We have so many visions, bro. Yeah. Like, and, you know, like, I don't even want to say visions, bro, but, like, it's going to happen, you know what Hell I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they're not That's just visions lot, at this bro, point. Honestly. They're I believe plans this in action, right? Bro, because honestly, like, this idea, like, of unique has been, like, like I said, like, an idea of food since, like, five, six, like, what, how long already? Like, five years ago now? Like four, yeah. Like we just four? did. We just hit year four since like year four? That summer. I started it, bro. Killing so like throughout, throughout that them. whole time, bro, we've thought of every little like niche we can like get into, get into bro. Yeah. Like and this, we just got to start off with one, yeah. and from there, once that one blows up, bro, we can fund the the rest. We we, we uh. have a lot of a lot of visions in mind, right? Like, you know, I don't, I don't want to like give off too much away because yeah, competitors exactly, are out. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna <laughs> Like, <laughs> people are grimy, bro. Like, yeah, like for yeah. real, bro. I have a whole story about some food that, like, 
I went to, right? Like, went to these three fools because it was, like, that summer that I started it and I had nothing to do, like, no knowledge of business and I went to picture them. And this one fool literally stole my idea and launched some ugly-ass fucking, like, bootleg swami-ass <laughs> version of it, bro. <laughs> well, that's a different story, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, like, we want to get into, like, the touring industry, right? Like, we want to do, like, the fashion tour, like, you know, like, and at the same time, like, go into the music industry, right? Because Zeno... It's actually a super talented musician. Like I oh, make music shit. myself. Yeah. Like Zeno was almost signed in Korea, bro. Like she Holy was almost shit. like she's like about to be a, a Korean pop star. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. yeah, yeah. she yeah. she Korean or she's like Nah, she's oh. Japanese Mexican. Oh, what the and fuck? So, that's a very unique <laughs> fucking mix right there. And that's, we want to get into unique. like yeah, she's yeah, unique. <laughs> so we want to get into like that, right? The fashion touring industry. Um, cause that can provide like just a lot of revenue to a lot of people, right? Like yeah. music artists, you know, like independent brands, you know, uh, just different people that may own property. Um, we want to get into like film, you know, things of this nature, right? Like, yeah. like podcasts, providing studios. We want to build out like, we also want to become like, we work of like creative spaces, right? Like be able to provide that so that people don't have to put such huge upfront costs um yeah you know but it's, it's steps at a time you know like once we like solidify our grasp onto fashion everything else is going to fall into place and that's going to take years especially because of our background right like we don't have like these connections right to investors venture capitalists so yeah. we have to work yeah. five times as hard yeah. but you know it shows right because we've done some phenomenal things with very little capital with very little resources mm -hmm. so it's just a matter of time until it happens Bro, even when I first started, like, you got written an article about you. I was like, holy shit, like, how'd you feel about that? Like, when they first wrote about you, were you kind of like, what the fuck? Like, little old me, you know? <laughs> little you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> little old me. It, it, it was good, bro, because I, I remember that month, bro. I was exhausted, bro. I'm telling you, bro, like, I would be just coding, bro. Like, mm. from when, the moment I woke up until, like, 2, 3 a.m. every day, I felt like a robot. And I felt kind of sad. I'm just like, damn, I'm so tired, bro. Like, I just be grinding and, like what has become of life yeah <laughs> and then i don't know where um it's funny because like the people that wrote the article they helped me out when i was first starting the company they gave me uh they gave me a few racks right as a sort of a, a research grant because i i told them what i was doing and they really like loved it because it incorporated a little bit of everything right like data science like uh, a new perspective on media and how it impacts society and so I thought that they kind of forgot about it, right? Like, I thought it was just, like, they did it just to help me out. And so, like, over a year later, uh, the director of the program, like, told one of the uh, people within the department to contact me. And she, she hit me up. She emailed me. And she was like, oh, we want to write an article about you to highlight, like, your impact through data science. So I was like, oh, wow. Like, you know, it's sort of, like, affirmation from, like, the universe to me, right, that yeah, I got to keep going, bro, like don't stop because like you have done some good things and it's hard to see that sometimes because our minds are so fixated right on the expectations right what we materialize that we forget what is happening in the current moment and how mm. much we have already done how and much so you progress and shit <laughs> yeah so that was a that was a good affirmation um and it felt good you know like i sent it to my mom it's like i translated for my dad and i sent it to him and yeah you know so uh, they really liked it and it was just good like it's a good feeling to have somebody else acknowledge all of the things and the impact you have had like the work you've been doing this whole time too that's why like like how do you guys parents just feel about this in general because like this is this is huge like it i don't know how to explain this but like to me this is like 
gigantic what you guys are doing because this is not just something that's going to be playing into like the next year it's going to be playing years to come you know what i mean this is just the beginning it feels like for you guys you know and i feel like you guys have so much room to even grow from here so how do your parents feel about what you're doing right now like are they proud of you like do do you you know i mean do you get a lot of reception from them um to be honest i don't think they understand Mm. like they they have yeah they they have respect towards it like because they've seen what we've done but they truly don't understand what we're doing like we try telling them but like he tried explaining to my mom like a lot of times too and i have myself but honestly that my mom my well my mom doesn't understand Mm -hmm. anything so well she doesn't understand what i try to tell her like through this fashion shit that we're trying to do yeah and like what type of like path we're trying to take towards this shit like how he just told you yeah and but she's she she she's forward it 100 like she fucks with it like because of what she's seen that what we've done like she just doesn't know what we're doing though yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean i can imagine like some especially like i'm thinking my mind a little mexican yeah mom, you bro, know like, like, my, they're yeah, not gonna know, know what we're doing yeah. bro, but like it's like as long as they see what we're doing like they see us doing shit like happy and happy, like, going like, forward yeah, they, they fuck with it 100 they don't see the stress yeah, though bro they never see the stress nah. honestly dude like we've been through a lot of up and up ups and downs with this company bro like and they've never seen the downs only the ups <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, i mean yeah. fuck i could like <laughs> if you guys could explain like what are something that you guys like some troubles you really have to deal with you know like some of the biggest struggles that you've guys have felt like dealt with because just one being creative is difficult like that yeah. shit's hard especially if you're going through some personal shit like mm. it's really difficult so like what do you guys feel have been your biggest yeah. challenges coming up well, for, for me, you know, and it goes back to your prior question, right, about, like, how family feels. At first, right, like, my family didn't understand it, bro. Like, when I was, especially when I was still in school, like, everybody, bro, everybody in my family was like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, yeah. why are you doing fashion? Like, are you You're dumb? doing physics already. And like, shit. you go to exactly, a sick-ass school, bro. bro. You got it made. Like, you got, they're paying for everything, and you want to leave, like, to do fashion, like. But then, you know, a couple of years later, they started to see everything materialize, and now they get it a little bit more, and, like, Although, like, they may not understand the full vision, right? The full, like, framework of what we're trying to do. Yeah. They now support it. And so, sort of having people, like, not understand it, right? And not doubt you. And, like, doubt you. Like, it, it, it can get to you at times, right? It can oh, just yeah. be like, damn, am I doing something wrong? Like, should I just fall in the status quo, bro? And, like, go, like, work, like, a 9 to 5. And there's nothing wrong with working a 9 to 5, bro. Because I've worked a 9 to 5 most of this time, right? Mm-hmm. To, like... Like I said, like help out my family and pay my bills and things, right? Because all the company money goes right back into it, and so uh, you know that's a big challenge. Uh, another big challenge is just seeing what well, for me personally, you know. But he—that's he, why I love him to death, bro. Because when I be getting down about this, he always like, bro, like don't even pay attention to them. Yeah. Because something that gets to me personally is like seeing competitors and people that came onto market way after we did. Like get sick ass investment really like fucks me up because I'm like bro, bro like, they, we have to work so hard yeah. and like bro it's like fools out here just like just because they know somebody or because they came from money yeah, bro, they got bro. four milli bro or yeah. like a few milli and it's like, <laughs> yeah, bro, like, what the fuck what the fuck you know what we will do if we got like even one milli bro we was like like take over the world yeah. bro like, <laughs> <laughs> nah but you gotta understand that we do come from different backgrounds that's what yeah. I that's what I get this for like to like remember bro like our time's gonna come bro it's just not gonna come as fast as theirs mm. i was like because dude like people people who come from our background don't just make it like that bro it's not that easy i was like we got to show our progression too bro we can't even we can't try to push ourselves as fast either we got to pace ourselves 
and then make sure we are able to manage everything we're doing at the time we're doing it, bro. Like, yeah, because if we're not able to do that, bro, then like, what the f- we're failing the company, like, yeah, because even now, I mean, you guys yeah, like, are learning <laughs> tools that will help you along, like, even later on when the big struggles do come. At least you've experienced this this whole time and you have like the work in, you know, that you're like, all right, cool. Like, I know how to figure this shit out exactly, by myself. Bro. I don't have to worry about someone else, especially that's since why you like take you got that pace. money. Yeah, that's why you take your time and your pace, bro. So you can so, figure that out, bro, like throughout the whole journey. And then from there, just expand, bro. Now you know how to expand. Oh, that's fucking so, beautiful, yeah. man. Dude, that's, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you <guys> mean, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, dude, I need someone like you in my life, honestly. Like, yeah. just because uh, it's. It's beautiful when you do something by yourself, you know, and you're working on something positive by yourself. But when you have someone that's with you that believes just as much as you do in the process and in the in the dream, you know, like it, I can imagine it helps you get motivated so much more, you know, and like exactly. you guys are both working really hard. Like for you, especially, bro, like, I, I have a lot of respect for you just because for one, you like you didn't really have this big idea of like getting into it at first, yeah. but when you got into it, you started killing it. And like your brand page, like Parvenu, like when I look at your page, like high it's like quality is all there you know like you, you take that, a lot of honestly. care into that because honestly that i do all the photography and video videography myself dude and for being someone that's not on social media like you're killing it on yeah social media. And, and i don't really like like he knows i don't put myself on camera as much yeah. because like i feel like sometimes people don't know how to capture the angles and that's what like when i go back to editing and shit like that like for anything i'm just like nah this is like angles fucking yeah, matter bro shit. like it's not it's trash 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 bro yeah. so like i just took the initiative food and like and like be, be, be to be behind the camera and like do that myself but yeah, honestly it, like i still myself have some work to do for myself because i appreciate that's why i say i appreciate yeah. the fact that you say that like because that truly means a lot yeah but to a lot of professionals bro like my page is not like the top you feel yeah me? no i yeah, feel you but we're our own hardest critics co- you know exactly what I'm bro so like i always i'm always hard on myself on that shit bro and like i, I don't let this food post anything just like that either yeah i make, I make them delete it too bro because like even on unique on the unique page or any of that because like if i don't think it's like good bro then i won't let them post it like yeah you got to be like make sure that like everything that you're posting bro is like sending a message out Mm-hmm. making sure that that message is being sent like, you know dude because in the beginning um, my my like because this has been a fucking learning process just to bring it back to my little yeah. dumbass self but this has been such a learning process for myself you know because i started with literally no clue of what the fuck to do so like all my angles were shitty like i was using like an iphone and shit i hadn't <laughs> invested into anything and then now i'm like all right like the angles are important like what we put out is very important yeah. like you can't just put out anything and then expect people to just be fucking with it like we're not exactly. we're not joe rogan yeah. you know i'm not like some famous ass dude that's gonna get a lot of traction just because of who i am like yeah, of course, we have yeah. to actually put quality stuff out there and that's why i like i even followed you guys because i mean you know I'm, I'm, i don't know if you guys know tons of people right that like fucking will follow you but they don't ever they're not ever active in your post you know exactly, and like yeah. like so far I've, I've bought a shirt from you you know like i'm always very supportive on what you're doing like i'm always super interested in what you guys are doing like yeah. and how you're going about it because you guys have such great unique ideas literally just like the company name like it's so unique and like it's like it just doesn't take in one angle of it right like it it's encompassing the whole thing and like one of my favorite things is that you guys are taking like the whole bringing your friends along with you or bringing people along with you on the journey you know like it's not just about the finish line but it's about who you're touching on the way up exactly yeah yeah. because you could always make it up bro but if you're not touching lives and like going with your homies and none of that like yeah bring your like bringing people up with you then like what's the fun about it bro like 
money. Exactly. Bro, yeah. Like, yeah, bro. If they, if they can't make uh, a sick ass Netflix series about <laughs> you, bro, like, <laughs> you ain't doing it right. My life ain't a movie and shit, bro. <laughs> well, one question I did have about you guys, like, was uh, I saw that you guys recently went to Mexico, right? Yeah. Both of you guys to get something settled out there. Can you guys tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, so so it goes back nah. to, you know. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it, go, it, it goes back to, you know, like what I mentioned earlier, right, about when the idea was sort of conceptualized about us wanting to distribute economic opportunities, right, throughout Latin America. And so that was a really, really beautiful moment for us, right, because we got to set it up. And we got to touch some lives, right? We we got to give people the opportunity to, you know, be a part of, like, for instance, New York Fashion Week, right? Because, you know, the sewers out there, like, really helped us out with the collection. Like, they made several of the pieces. We sent them the designs of the fabric, and they got down with it, you know? And so that was, uh, we perceive it as, like, a beta test of, like, that distribution operation, right? Mm -hmm. And so now we know how to set that up within the future. And so now the plan is to continue to do that, right, and try to distribute those opportunities and you know one of the fundamental things you know that will make that happen is you know commercial success here in the u.s right yeah. because they go hand in hand like you can't have those you know logistics out there if the commercial success isn't ready out here and so it's a very complicated process and you know we've learned a lot and we have you know had some failures within that right you know nothing's ever like perfect um and so it was just a, a truly beautiful learning experience to see it all materialized to see how it can happen and for one like for us to go back to you know our roots and be able to have some impact and so now you know we're looking forward to being able to distribute the opportunities right have more little console studios throughout Latin america and you know the fundamental vision is not just to create these studios right so that they're dependent on us right for like payroll and operations right but the goal is to sort of spring these up right and distribute these seeds teach them how to operate and then have them operate independently of us so that they can succeed and grow their own business yeah. and eventually right like become partners with us as a, as opposed to like just be dependent on us yeah right and so that is the ultimate vision because we want to empower the community we, we don't want to create you know these dependent systems that if the company crumbles, right, which it will never crumble, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, yeah. right? like if the company crumbles, right, then they're out of business. Like the ultimate end goal is for them to establish independence, right, and be yeah. able to, like, for us to be able to say, okay, like we taught you guys the skills and the logistics necessary to create a successful business. Now we want you guys to grow it and you guys to have that power, that independence, because that's ultimately important, right? A lot of the fundamental, like, moral issues within the fashion industry are these like abuses within like sweatshops and you know you hear about it all the time constantly and so we're trying to like reconfigure that framework and create like distributed systems that empower as opposed to you know uh put down and yeah and kind of take advantage and exploit and stuff too so when you first got in like how did you even get the connections with the people you started working with out in there and like how did that whole process begin itself it's actually crazy because uh you know, my, my girlfriend, her family is from China, right? Mm -hmm. She was born in China, like, so you would see no connection, right, between yeah. that and, like, Mexico. <laughs> Mexico, yeah. But, you know, her father has uh, business operations out there, and so they opened up a business down there, and so I went to support, right? Into Mexico? Yeah. Oh, shit. And so yep. I went to take care of my girl and, like, be there for her. 
And so when I was out there, I met several people and, you know, I realized that, you know, like I fell in love with the community and I wanted to, you know, give back and try to like create something out there. And so, you know, it all just sort of materialized naturally. Real quick, does she speak Spanish? She understands it, but she don't speak. <laughs> no, because I trip out. Dude, I went out to Mexico. Like, I went to Durango or something. And there was, like, a whole community of Asian people out there that understood Spanish, spoke Spanish, you know? And I was just like, I was like, holy shit. Like, in my head, the two never really collided with each other, you know? Like, there was not really a major, like, uh, community out there or anything like that. So now seeing it going forward, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, that's really cool. Just I just love mixing pots, you know, like melting pots of things or just different like ideas, or whether it be like cultures or however it is. You know, so I just find that very interesting. But like, did, when you guys first got out there, like, how how was the feeling? Like, did you feel like, like fuck, like this is one of my big accomplishments right here, like one big goal that we finally knocked down. Like, just working with a community of people that like are essentially from my homeland. You know, like yeah, we have immigrant parents, so like just to even include them, like, how was the feeling? Honestly, it was my first time out in Mexico. Oh, so, really? Like, that was such a huge, like, it was a good feeling. Yeah. It was an intimidating feeling at the same time, but at the same time, it was a good, like, or, like, like a, a welcoming feeling. Like, mm. it, was, it just felt good, bro, because, like, everyone out there is just super nice, too. Loving like, and shit. They're just loving. They, they fuck with, like, they fuck with our vision, too. So it's like, if they, and they're willing to work with, like, they're fuck with our vision, they're willing to work with us, too, then, like, that to me is, like, already something big. Like, yeah. It's already something that is like, bro, that's phenomenal, bro. Like, yeah. to have someone who's willing to work with the, like us and like the idea that we have, bro, like our vision, like that to me was something big, just in general. Bro. Yeah. yeah, like <laughs> I don't know about him, bro. How would you? How would you explain it, bro? I would say I would agree with you know what he said, right? Like it's a it's a very good, positive feeling within oneself, right? Like a feeling, a sense of accomplishment, but you know it's also like a great deal of pressure, right? Because, you know, on one hand, like, yes, like, from our perspective, right, you know, we're building this company and we're trying to accomplish this vision, right? But from the other perspective, like, you're promising, you know, this community, right, like, a certain sense of, like, accomplishment as well. And yeah. you have to, like, follow through, right? And that may not always happen. Like, you know, like, you can promise something, but it doesn't mean it's going to materialize. And so that's something that we always have to live with, right, that making sure, like, that we work as hard as possible, you know, and if we don't like being able to like sit back, right, take a step back and say, okay, like we did like absolutely everything we could, right, to empower the community. And so it's, I, I would say it's, uh, it's uh, trying to find the balance between those two feelings, right? Sort of almost like being scared to fail your own people and yeah. like face those failures and also like feeling that accomplishment of like, okay, well, like I stepped up to the plate and like, yes, I did the vision that I had. Right. And yeah. so, you know, um, it's a, but overall it's like a very blessed feeling. I feel yeah. like that's very cool though, about like what you guys are doing though, is that like you have a team with you, you know, it's not just you. So like, you don't have just yourself to worry about and like think about, oh fuck, if I fail, fuck it, it's just me. You know, like I have this whole squad of people behind me and people that believe in this shit too. So, I have to work hard, you know, I have to keep this shit going and keep working for not just me, but everybody else behind me, you know, like, I find a lot of respect. And so like going in the future, like, big goals, big goals, like, what would you say would they'd be? In what sense? Like just like big goals overall, like for the company, for yourselves, like just in life, like, what are you guys big goals for yourselves? Well, the ultimate end goal is, you know, for unique, you know, to become the biggest company in Latin America, right? Okay. Like, 
employ like <laughs> employ the most people and not in the sense that i don't want to say like amazon right where yeah. you know they just like <laughs> you know i don't yeah, want to yeah, get yeah. into that yeah. i actually quitted amazon <laughs> for you fuck amazon man. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to get sued for defamation you know? yeah. we're not saying nothing bad about them but you know they're cool uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're convenient you know but uh that one day delivery we, shit. we we want to like you know like i said like in terms of valuation become the highest value company you know that has impact in latin america right bigger than zara bigger of than course zara, bro yeah. bigger than zara, Fuck zara. Bro. yeah bigger, bigger than, than zara, zara right like and i've bigger always said that H&M, bigger than zara like, bigger than all those big companies yeah. and Honestly. like the the biggest goal is like to redefine this perspective of fashion right like we want to take apart the concept of fast fashion because it's so detrimental to the environment right yeah. that's why all of our pieces are made to order right that's why we focus on like helping these brands create like custom made made by the order brands right Produced and so we want to do that and you know going back to you know the fundamental vision of distributing opportunities in Latin America we would like to try to uplift and create as many you know small cut and so independent studios right that you know they could be family owned they could be owned by the community right where we sort of covered the upfront you know startup cost and with due time they can manage it themselves and just become a partner through our platform right yeah. and operate independently work with the local community and so that is the ultimate like highest angle that we want to see like we don't want to just be this like super like high fashion company right we want to really break into and redefine the supply chain industry fucking that's fucking incredible alexis do you have any questions for them uh just kind of fashion wise uh like do you guys plan on ever getting like your brand like in other stores kind of like the mainstream stores like you would see at the mall or um i've actually had a lot of opportunities to put in uh parvenue and like malls and all that but because of what we've been doing with unique i've better like I I haven't had the chance to fully like commit to it because I was I was gonna be into uh, a pop up shop in um, San Francisco mm. with Big Rich. I don't know if you know who that is. Uh, no, he's like a well known like he's a sort like they he met him. I introduced him to him like through the people that I've been connecting with like bags and like all these rappers that I've known. Yeah. Through my uh through my what's it called my brand ambassador. Yeah. He introduced me to all these people so they've actually gave me a lot of opportunity to like be be in the in the storefront but just because i wasn't ready yet i didn't i didn't do it yet but yeah we do plan on doing that eventually and does that like ever come out like do you guys always have to pay like to the company when you guys do that or is that yeah it depends on the contract okay so for some companies they do tell you to pay a, a certain monthly fee others they do take a certain percentage on on yourselves yeah uh have you guys ever like you guys said you had a pop-up shop do you guys do that like often or was that just like a, a um, fashion week kind of thing the pop-up shop the, uh we often set up pop-up shops for unique like for the people who are on the platform like i've i would say we did that like what a couple times a year yeah, a couple times say, a like, year but for the brand itself like well parvenu like he's like that one took a couple other pop-up shops uh, and like yeah, we've been we've been popping out, and I've I pr- like previewed a lot of unique shit through the pop shop that I've been through. That's really dope. Um, one other question on on the fashion week, you guys had like your own because uh, I wasn't too understanding of kind of like what went on because you guys had like a pop up and like a runway, so you guys had like your own kind of show where you guys had your own models like running on your own so like room and like 
Yeah, so we had the... So during the day, right? So the show was in the nighttime, right? Like around 8.30, p.m. And so during the whole day and the whole morning, we had uh, what we call distributed pop-up where it wasn't just us. It wasn't just unique, right? It was several brands, you know. Uh, it was about five brands total. So we reach out to Brandon, you know, ask them if they want to join. And so we display all of the brands. And then in the nighttime, we hosted the show, right, where we had our private reserve collection that, you know, had models walk the runway with. And so it was a, it was a little bit of logistical nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> a lot going on. Yeah, right. Yeah, because after the show, we had to go straight to the the pop-up again to close everything down. From there, we had to put everything back to, like, Zeno's, like, apartment. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the thing with... there, bro, like, we had to go back to the, like, it was all, like, a whole Running back and yeah, forth bro, the whole day. It was, yeah. it was a mess, bro. But, like, to be honest, like I said, like, that's why we appreciate everyone who was there to help us out. Yeah. And the... If it wasn't for them, bro, like we wouldn't have like got in there. And the at thing, least at that time, bro, yeah, that we were already yeah. late. <laughs> and the thing with pop ups, you know, the thing with pop ups that people, you know, may not understand is how expensive they are, right? Yeah. Like, you gotta rent a venue, and venues aren't cheap. Like it's a few racks just for the day, right? And with like the brands we host, it's like I said, like the fundamental mission is to uplift and provide opportunities, right? And not have these barriers of entry, right? So yes, like we do tend to charge like either an upfront fee or a percentage, but if the brand, you know, didn't succeed in terms of, you know, high revenue today, we just waive it, you know, it's okay. Like we want to give you the opportunity, but you know, that's fundamentally what we do. Like we take on those big costs, those yeah. big hits mm. to try to put people on. Um, so, so if, yeah. So in case like if that brand didn't make it, bro, they didn't make any sales, bro, then we wouldn't charge them or anything. God, dude that says a lot that says a lot about you guys overall mission you know yeah. like what you guys are trying to do about this huh yeah so we give them an opportunity basically to pay like at the end of this the pop-up shop fuck yeah man well if you guys can if you guys can tell the people where the fuck they can find you guys what you guys got going on in the future and anything plans coming up this is your guys time so you, you could shop at <laughs> unique.com that's Hell u-n-i yeah. hyphen <laughs> ke.com right? I have a link up above you guys yeah. too yeah. and then right follow here, our Instagram <laughs> if you follow our Instagram you'll be able to see notifications on like events things of the nature that we'll have especially out here in Cali yeah. and New York you know once in a while um, and the Instagram is uni underscore underscore ke and uh, you know Parvenu One, that's the IG. Parvenu One. <laughs> Parvenu One. <laughs> Make sure to shop. Link in bio. That was a one. But yeah, that Parvenu gear is probably the best quality gear you'll ever get, bro. I'm not going to lie, bro. I was extremely <laughs> impressed because you, you had delivered this shirt to me and I was like, holy shit, like. I was expecting like a regular basic quality shirt, you know, and I was just like, this is one of the most comfortable shirts yeah. I have. And not only is it comfortable, it's really thick, but it's not one of those thick materials where you're like, fuck, this is hot as fuck to be in. I feel like shit in it. You know, it's it's stretchy and it also it's like airy, too, you know, because like the, the difference about this material, bro, is like the outside looks like cotton, bro. But yeah. the inside there's like a jersey type. Of yeah, color, that's my favorite part so about it. That's the difference about this quality, bro. And that's why I'm telling you, bro, best quality parvenu. Yeah. I, I, I legitimately agree with that. Like I, that's like one of the biggest things too. When I go into like finding new clothes, I'm like, I want it 
to be cozy because I sweat a lot, you know, and like yeah. I'm like just a sweater. So if it's something heavy and it doesn't fit good, doesn't have no air in it, I'm like, fuck, I'm dying already, yeah. you know, in the sun. So this is like something that I actually like to wear pretty often, you know, especially if I'm trying to look nice too because it's, it's presentable, it's nice, yeah. it's clean, simple too. Elegant I don't like clothes look, that's yeah. like too, you know, I like I fuck everywhere. with that because that's what, that's what my brand stands for too. Like I like to have a lot of simplicity, but nice. elegance into it too. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. That shirt you guys got on fresh as fuck too. Yeah, yeah, it's the same shirt. material. Same yeah, that's what I was looking at. I was yeah. like, this looks like the same thing. Or yeah. <laughs> you got to yeah. put yeah, on the company. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fold <laughs> the sleeves up, bro. Fold I know. I was thinking that too. Make it nice, look a little uh, <laughs> yeah. nice formal look yeah. for, to me to be your girlfriend's parents or something. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening to the episode. If you guys don't already, go follow them both on social media, on Instagram, whatever they post and whatever they do going forward, you guys have to support that shit. They have nothing but great ideas. And if you guys want to start your own thing, fucking contact them. Go see what's up. Go get yourself started on something. Have a bigger goal. They already have like a great mission in mind with themselves. And dude, I have like, like I said, nothing but respect for you guys. I really like to have people on here that really inspire me and that I hope can inspire people going forward. So like having you guys on is like, this is honestly like a great honor of mine. Like I feel like I'm just glad that you guys even were able to take the time out of your day to come over here to do this little podcast. You know that I'm Still progressing on, like, I know it was a little slow in the beginning to get, like, questions that set up and yeah. stuff, but I'm still learning. This is still a fucking process for me, so I, I really appreciate you guys for coming through, taking the time today, man. Likewise, bro. I, thank I'm you I'm gonna so let much. you know, best bod- podcast I've ever been in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 bro. I was the only one I ever yeah. come to. <laughs> yeah, bro, likewise, man. You know, uh, likewise, we really appreciate the opportunity, and we're equally inspired, bro. Like, yeah, to we, be honest. We, we love the you. setup. Like, yeah. thank you so much for having yeah. us. Uh and we're rooting for you as well, bro. Like we're here to support, man. Like anything you need, like Let got us you, know. bro. Like yeah. we'd love to collaborate, bro. We can help out in any way. Like what you're doing is dope, and you know we wish you ultimate success in life. Yeah. yeah, thank you guys. I appreciate you guys. Well, thank you guys for listening to the fucking episode. Like I said, if you don't follow them already, go follow them. I'll have all their uh, contact stuff on the description below. I'll even post some stuff up here too with their like Instagram name and everything. So. Yeah, thank you guys for listening to this episode. I appreciate you guys. Go follow on Spotify, YouTube, Apple, all that shit. Check us out next week, too. Thank you guys for listening. We thank out. You. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, presidential wave or something. <laughs> <laughs> what a trip with Geo. What a trip with Geo. What a trip with Geo. You don't-